Hi, my name is Wyatt Troy, and I want to welcome you to Behind the Daw, the podcast that was created to help you become the artist that you've always wanted to be. We interview artists and music industry experts on an emotional, philosophical, and artistic level to get inside their heads, gather the best information, and then bring it back to you. By the way, this is a companion podcast to our new YouTube series, In the Daw, where we invite artists to dissect their songs in real time. If you have any artists you would like to see come on the show, or if you have any feedback in general, you can contact me at Wyatt at musicandstuffllc.com. For episode 19, we have Miles Ross, who also goes by Sci-Fi. He just barely released his new album, Totality, off Gravitas Recordings, so I'd highly encourage you to go check that out and to support Sci-Fi and Gravitas. I encourage anyone to go listen to it. The songs will be playing in the background as we go over each song, respectively, but I highly encourage you to take the time to go and listen to the album. He talks about his love for science fiction, which is where his name came from. He also talks about each song's meaning and why it plays a big part in the overall album. I just want to give you a huge thanks to Miles, as well as a huge thanks to you for even coming through. And as always, if you enjoy what you learn and you'd love to learn more, go ahead and subscribe and we'll see you back here next week. And if you feel so inclined, you can leave a rate and review on iTunes. But for now, without further ado, here is Sci-Fi. I just want to welcome everyone to episode 19 of Behind the Dot. This time we have Miles Ross, who also goes by Sci-Fi. Miles, how's it going today, man? Going good, Wyatt. How are you? Dude, I'm doing fantastic. My son slept last night. My daughter slept last night. So I slept last night. It was good, man. What more could you ask for? I know. (laughs) So today, Miles and Brittany are going up to Arcada. We're going up to Arcada. Brittany's got a sweet show up there. She DJs under the name Brittany from earlier, and she's super, super clever and an amazing DJ. I am very, very excited about it. Shout out to Brittany. I'm assuming, you know, people have made their way over here from from knowing Gravitas or from knowing you. But for those who don't know who Miles is, who Sci-Fi is, let's get a little bit of background information. Tell us a little bit about you. My name is Miles. I make electronic music. Like that would be like the beginning of like EDM Producers Anonymous meeting. (laughs) (laughs) So I I make electronic music under the name Sci-Fi. I started DJing back about 10 years ago out of high school. 2007. I was just really, really into psychedelic music at the time. And I got that name because I'm I'm a huge science fiction nerd. I read lots and lots of science fiction. Over the years, that style has changed so dramatically throughout time, but the name name is constant. Just out of curiosity, what are some of your favorite sci-fi movies? The contemporary stuff, anything Christopher Nolan. Interstellar is just kind of like a basic answer, but that's still an amazing contemporary science fiction movie. Same with like Inception, even some of like weird low budget ones on Netflix that I really like, like the Europa Report, check it out on Netflix. It's actually pretty interesting. But then I like a lot of the older stuff, like 2001 A Space Odyssey. That was literally the first memory I have as like a being was watching that movie because my parents would always put it on for me. And so I got really into the soundtrack. And I feel like that movie was kind of like a gateway to the way that music and uh, pictures can tell a story because that movie is so, it's so visually and auditorily stimulating and captivating that I think that had just a huge impact on me as a kid. I'm in the same boat as you as I do. I love sci-fi, not just sci-fi, but fi in general. I love fiction. Did you grow up watching like a lot of like a lot of anime? 
me and stuff like that? You know, I didn't. I actually didn't benefit from that a whole lot. I wish that I would have gotten into some anime because I'll watch like Howl's Moving Castle now or... Yeah, dude, which is such a crazy, crazy, crazy movie. I'm so glad you brought that up, but keep going. It's so crazy. So I feel very ignorant when it comes to anime but i've seen like a lot of the hit ones you know that everyone else has seen but i feel like a lot of the themes in them i would really like and identify with you got some recommendations i'd definitely be into checking some out absolutely dude so i do have some recommendations they're very known amongst the anime crowd but they're really really good first off you ever heard of dragon ball z I've definitely heard of Dragon Ball Z. I can honestly say that Dragon Ball Z is the anime that changed my life as a kid. What? Yeah, dude. I've learned more lessons from a TV show from Dragon Ball Z than anything else ever, (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy. So there's Dragon Ball Z. There's also Inuyasha, which is a really, really, really good anime. And as of late, I started watching Bleach. Bleach is incredible. This is like hardcore nerding out right now, but it it's such a deep anime. It'll blow your mind. It's this guy who fights monsters that only he can see. Wow. It Just from that alone, you're like, okay, that sounds freaking awesome. That sounds really, really cool. I'll, I'll definitely, I'm, I'm taking notes. You know, we, we kind of got some information on you, you know, as far as how you got into music. So now the question is, why did you get into music? Is there a specific reason? Were you just drawn to it? You know, were there experiences that made you connect with music on a deep level? You know, how come you're doing music now? Every once in a while, I have to ask myself that. Why do I love doing this thing that I do so much? It's not necessarily the easiest emotionally of a thing to like consume your life with because you're like finding ways to explore your own emotions through sound and taking an image in your head and trying to recreate that into music. And I think that's one of the things that I love most about writing music, though, is taking an experience or an emotion or sorrow or grief, you know, loss, and then finding a way to cope with that and to kind of explain it to yourself through the through the songwriting process, which I know there's a lot of mediums out there to do that with, such as sculpture or drawing, writing, uh, filmmaking. There's so many different artistic mediums to explore your own mental state. But with music, that was just the first thing that I got really attached to. You know, my parents bought me a guitar when I was young, so I would just be playing guitar and write my own songs. And those songs would be me trying to write things that would help me out as I'm like growing up because like when we're teens we're just like miserable (laughs) so like I needed I needed a place to like put that misery no matter like how not miserable I was as like you know a guy living in a middle-class house in in the foothills of, of California but still music has been that that constant that when I'm down I write music when I'm happy I write music you know when I have something I want to explain or explore I write music from listening to your totality album I feel like that is what I feel from it. There's a plethora of emotions that I feel when listening to that. And if it's okay with you, I'd love to hop into that right now. Would that be okay with you? I'd love to. First off, I'm looking at the track list and the album art on my phone right now on on SoundCloud. And my gosh, the freaking artwork is mind-blowing right now. And really quick, for those who don't know, he released this through Gravitas. Gravitas is an amazing, amazing record label. They also have an amazing artist page called Gravitas Create that really focuses on aiding people with music production, led by Jesse Breda. Love Jesse. Really quick, is there anything that you want to say about Gravitas? Besides that, they're just such a great group to work with. 
I didn't realize how much the label and Gravitas was going to have an impact on this album. You know, I wrote 10 tracks and was like, okay, these 10 tracks is it. I can't do anything better here. Like kind of puffing my chest out being like, I did it. Yay. And then I sent it to, I sent it to John and Jesse, John uh, Symbionic. He's the the music label manager. Immediately they were like emphatic. Yes, we want to release this. Let's talk about some of these ideas though, and see if we can make some of these ideas more concise because the original album actually had an additional track that was like three and a half minute intro track to the whole album. They were able to help me get these ideas that I had and really focus these ideas and take into account, okay, someone that's listening to this album that doesn't know my music, we want to like grab their attention while still maintaining the original artistic idea of it. Anyone that wants to further their skills in music and release music, I think would benefit intensely from working with Gravitas. I can agree more. Literally the entire Gravitas team from Jesse, who is the CEO of Gravitas, down to the label manager, who is John Bertram, is that how you say his last name? Right. Symbionic. Down to Keely Marks, he's from Baseline Drift, to Garrett Moore. Alicia, too, on social media. She she absolutely crushes it. Yeah, exactly, 100%. So let's start off very first with the, the actual title, Totality. Where did that come from? Why did you choose that? The name Totality came from, I was listening to the radio. They were talking about the upcoming eclipse that, that recently happened in August, and they were talking about how the path of Totality was would reach across the United States. And I was like, wow, what an insane name for the space in which you'll be able to see this like insane event. I did some research into Path of Totality and then realized it was a corn album title from like 1998. And I was like, all right, I don't know about this. I went through a lot of different name ideas and just kind of tested them off of different people. It was going to be Path of Totality. And then one day I was like, let's just drop the Path of and just call it Totality. And it ended up kind of sticking and it just looks better. It's a little more concise than having a longer name. The whole idea like of having the continuous mix album, I wanted to have it be similar to like a circle. So for a second, I was thinking of calling it circle of time because the whole thing is like a cyclical sort of piece. Totality stuck. And while I was writing it, I was also listening to the sci-fi book called Seven Eves by Neil Stevenson, who's a really amazing contemporary science fiction writer. And a lot of that book has to do with like the destruction of the moon. And I felt like the moon playing a part in the album would just be a really good way to like tie it all together. How does the name totality and this concept of the moon and everything, how does this tie into the cover art? I found the cover art just by going on to like deviant art and looking at really cool science fiction concept art. And I found this art by an artist named Tobias Roach. He's a German concept artist. And I reached out to him just because I, the art like just spoke to me. I was like, I need this art on my album cover. I don't know how much it's going to cost or like what we got to do. I started talking with Tobias and then we kind of revised this album art to fit the album. The ship in the album art, it's supposed to like symbolize a ship leaving our planet and trying to find something else because we've gotten to this point where like environmentally we can't sustain ourselves here and like so there was kind of this narrative behind the ship leaving what I guess could be Earth. I wanted to create a narrative around the album to be able to write the music and have that going on in my head while I'm writing the music. I actually got the art before most of the music was made. Thinking about the art, thinking about 
about how does this music match this art? Because I wanted the whole thing to be like a cohesive piece. The art definitely played a, a huge role in it. So let's move into the first song on the album, which is called Union Overture. So tell me more about that song. It started off as two different songs where there was like a longer cinematic intro. After linking up with Gravitas, we actually cut the first one. I kind of glued the first one and the second one together. If you watch like a movie like Ben-Hur, it has an overture, which is the part in the beginning of the movie that's just like music. In older movies, they used to do that, where there would be music in the beginning of the film. And I think that there was a utilitarian purpose for that, like they were trying to set up the projector or so, like there was some reason why having music in the beginning was beneficial, like for the movies. But anyway, so there was also an intermission in the middle of some movies back then, too. But I wanted to have kind of like a classical film scoring sort of song to open up the album to, pro to provide as an intro track. And the whole idea of like, so the overture part of it would be the beginning. And then Union was like, all the songs are united by the end of the song with the beginning of the next song. So it's like a continuous mix album for people who haven't listened to it. Each track ends and the next track afterwards starts off where the last one ended to create like a seamless loop. So I wanted that idea of all the tracks uniting to be brought up in some of the naming. This EP is kind of the brainchild of this sci-fi movie album book that you have put together, the embodiment of your own sci-fi work. Absolutely. It's kind of like my attempt at creating a science fiction film without writing the movie. It was already a great album, but now knowing this, this is completely just like shifting my reality. Let's hop into the next track, which is Neo Soul. I wrote this track after spending some time at my grandparents' house in Seattle, where they recently moved from. I'd been like really sick. Like I had like a week and a half where I just couldn't get out of bed. I'd gotten back from this trip and I was just so, so sick. And I started to like feel better on the last day. When you're sick and haven't been eating and drinking a whole lot, like you're just kind of like raw. So like all these emotions started catching over me, like emotions I wouldn't necessarily start having if I wasn't emotionally and my immune system compromised. But I started thinking about my grandparents and like it started kind of becoming like this thing about all these things I'm thankful for. So I started writing this track that kind of was embodying that sort of thankfulness. It's kind of deviates from the whole science fiction concept part of the album, this, this one track in particular. It ha doesn't really have anything to do with science fiction, but considering I, I, I actually purchased the album art at their house and like found the album art like at their spot in Seattle, they sort of became part of the album in a way. I was showing it to them when I was discovering it. And I was like, oh yeah, th I wanna do this and this. And so I kind of like dragged them into the story in this, in this weird, backwards sort of way. Neo Soul, actually, the track title is a homage to that movie Cloud Atlas, if you've ever seen that. I, I have not, but I've heard of it. Oh man, you got, you got to check that out. The movie goes through different parts in time, which I wanted the album to, when, when I was writing it, I was like, oh, this, this track would be written 100 years before this one, yada, yada, yada. And so like that movie actually had a really big impact on the way I think about art and non-linear time places. So with Neo's soul, there's like a part in that movie where they're in like an old soul, like Seoul, Korea. And so I wanted to pay homage to that film while being doing like a play on words by having it SOL instead of like 
S-O-E-L, you know? So I have a hard time naming tracks. I think a lot of people do. And a lot of the names I come up with, I feel like after looking at it for a few days, I just think it's dumb. I have a hard time with these naming things. So if I can find something to have it to make it meaningful, like I'm all about it. That's awesome, man. On to the next one. I'm really interested in this next one because not only was it an amazing song and it was uh, it was on the, the Music Ninja. It was a premiere on there, but it's called Profits. Tell me about Profits. I don't even really want to get into the whole naming part because the name doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot, but this track is another one of those that I was able to kind of make sound a little more concise with the help of Gravitas. Like there was originally a, a lot more, I feel like there was a lot more cinematic elements in it and we kind of like condensed the idea and made it a little more digestible. This track I actually wrote right after Neo Soul 2. It also became the soundtrack for this video where I didn't write the video, I helped my buddy kind of put the video together. His name's Tillman, he's from New York, and he actually took video of me opening up for Skrillex a couple years ago. Yeah, Skrillex name drop right there. He took this video and we ended up putting that music to the video and the video, I don't know if you've checked it out, but it's one of the coolest things. He did such an incredible job producing this thing. That song, it's one of those, we were talking the other day in the, in the DAW about tracks that just kind of like, I don't really know where I'm going with it but it just kind of like goes somewhere and it's a little confusing. I feel like that track kind of really embodies that because it kind of evolves and evolves and evolves. It's my favorite track on the album. It really is. I love the chords. I love everything really about it. And it's one of those that I'm really, really proud of. It's probably like one of my favorite tracks I've ever written. Wow, that's really incredible. So how does the next track, which is As I Go, which was a Your EDM premiere, which is super dope. How does that work into, into the album? So As I Go was originally a track that I had a Supremes acapella on top of, which is that song. And as I go my way alone, I find it hard for me to carry on. It's a Supremes track called My Heart Heart is nothing without you, I think is what it's called. I ended up writing this like dubstep remix of that track and then was like, well, I'm just gonna take the acapella out and see how it sounds. It almost sounded better without the acapella. That was one that was actually kind of written separate from the overarching concept album. It ended up doing really well and I've got, I got some great like DJ support from it. So I was really, really happy with how that one turned out. And then the next one is called Mutiny. Tell me about Mutiny. Mutiny is meant to be the intermission. So in this whole science fiction epic, we have the, the Union Overture and then Mutiny is the one in between all the tracks. It changes, it like sets a new tone for the album because before that we have this like uplifting kind of like we are leaving this planet. And then once Mutiny happens, that's when we go, the ship takes off from the planet, goes to another planet, and then we realize that we were just getting away from all the stuff that we, like we we're just kind of escaping and not really facing the things that we left that planet. We, we basically just ran from our, like our worries, you know? And so in that sort of, in the narrative of the album, that was like the part where it's like, we landed on this other planet and everything isn't even really that great here. And we like totally left our planet high and dry. And that was kind of meant to be symbolic of the way that I go about 
problem solving sometimes, where instead of really troubleshooting and thinking about how can I best actually work with what I have here, like I'll just give up and do something else. I feel like that's one of those things I trying to work on more. If I'm stuck on something, if I recognize that something is gonna be a lot of work, oftentimes I'll just abandon it because that work seems like a really big thing. But the thing about music is you have to put in so much work. Music's a great tool for like exercising that muscle of laziness. I'm interested in this next song. It's called Cerebro and really quick, Wolfie Wolf, Nick Wolf, has an insane remix on this song. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But the original is, is so freaking good as well. So tell me tell me about Cerebro. I wrote Cerebro because I had a like a 6 a.m. main stage festival time slot where a lot of times I'll have a, a gig and then I'll write music specifically for that gig. Like I'll write an intro track or something. And I had this, this festival time slot that I knew it was gonna be a, like a kind of rough time when everyone's thinking, oh, should I be going to bed right now because the sun's about to come up? That was kind of, the way that track started was I was like, okay, what track would I want to hear to make me keep dancing even when I know I should be going to bed? I really wanted to write a track for the album that wasn't at 140 because most of the other tracks in the album are within like 5 BPM of each other, like around 140. So I wanted to I wanted to write something in there that wasn't just that and that had faster tempo and it was a little more drum and bass sort of inspired. The next one, which is Echo Tone, which by the way, AU5 has an insane remix on this song. So, so good. But the original is equally as good and is actually the song that we broke down on In The Daw. So I'd highly encourage you to go check that out if you're interested in seeing Miles break that down in real time. But tell me about Echo Tone. I'd never heard that word before. And then I was watching, I don't know if you've ever seen Six Feet Under, but it's like this really crazy emotionally stirring show that HBO ran maybe 10, 15 years ago. In that show, there's a character and he says this word ecotone. It's this really like big scene in the whole show where he has this brain tumor and he's like in this dream world. And anyway, I don't want to spoil too much for people, but he comes out of this coma and then says this word. What ecotone is, is it is the ecological divide between two two different ecosystems. This dubstep track, I feel like I was trying to like bridge that gap between like dubstep and cinematic film score sort of things. That was sort of the two ecological environments I was trying to pull from. And I wrote that track because I was playing at Symbiosis. That was another one that I was thinking about the system that I was going to be playing on, which is this really incredible, big Danley sound system. And I was like, I want to create a track that I know will sound really good on that one particular system. And it ended up going over really well that night that I played it. That was another one of those that kind of was inspired by me thinking about out where I wanted to play it. Dude, it's, this is kind of weird. I even looked at like what the moon was gonna be doing the night that I was gonna be playing it. Whoa. Like what sort of, like it was like a waning crescent. I remember that now. And I knew that the moon was gonna be really, really epic in this one location because I'd been there before. And so I was writing this track, thinking about that specific moon phase in the sky. Man, I, yeah, I get kind of, kind of weird with it sometimes, Whoa. but yeah. <laughs> So this next song is called Shadows, and I'm getting a very like Echoes vibe from looking at this song, but tell me more about Shadows. Yeah, Shadows, I wrote this song. It's kind of a similar style of Prophets in a way. It's actually one of my favorite tracks on the album, which is interesting because I found that it was one of the less listened to and not as well performing tracks on the album. And I don't know if that has something to do with it being like later on in the album, but the bass on it, and it just like hits really, really, really big 
on a sound system. In fact, I think it might actually hit bigger than most of the other tracks, but it didn't necessarily do as well, which I don't really care about, but it was just really interesting because a lot of the songs that I feel everyone's gonna really like, they don't perform as well as the ones that I didn't really have a lot of confidence going into. That was also one of those that I had a hard time tying with the last one. It's kind of a process to take the outro of the previous tune and then throw it onto the intro and then make it seamless. And then wrapping up the album, the final song, which is from the title of the album, which is Totality, tell me about the last song we have on the album. The last song, that one with Prophets is probably my favorite. I wanted this song to have this really kind of deeper meaning to me than what the listener would, like I was trying to get the listener of the song to hear a certain aspect of it that has to do with time. I use uh, grandfather clock samples like a lot in this track, especially in the kind of like interlude of it where there's ticking and I wanted it to resemble that the album was finishing and time was Time was kind of running out. And there's this central guitar, like plucked guitar sound that I wanted the track to kind of start with and then also finish with that to kind of also ingrain the whole cyclical like circle sort of idea. I wrote that song before that show I mentioned, before the show with Skrillex that I mentioned before. I wanted to write like just something really cinematic that would sound big in a huge auditorium where it's just like wall of sound. Is there any final words that you have to describe the album album or that you would like to say concerning the album? No, the only thing, if anyone's interested in checking it out that hasn't, what I really recommend doing is putting it on your phone and then playing it in the car. And when you're like driving, you can have a visual for the album. I don't know, I love listening to music in my car. So like any continuous mix stuff I, I listen to, I generally want to listen to it in the car. Let your mind just kind of run away. Hey, Miles, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and describing your EP, which is incredible. Again, it is from Sci-Fi. It's called Totality, released through Gravitas Recordings. You can find it anywhere that, that music is distributed. Is that correct? That is correct. iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, all those things. Thank you so much, Miles. Did you have a good time on the podcast? Hey, man, I had a great time. Let's do this again sometime. 